welcome to this week's Breakaway and Worship. I know that you're used to seeing us and we are used to being in beautiful parks and on high mountains overlooking beautiful lakes, being out in God's good creation. Well, essentially we are still out in God's good creation. Only we are at the hub of activity. Like you, wherever you are, we are getting ready to make our vote in this year's election. And we know that Jesus calls us to follow him and to be active in the life of our community, to be active citizens, to pay tribute to him and serve him by serving others. And so we bring you to this place today to tell you that you can still worship where you are. You can still be praying while you're making your way to drop off your ballot or to go in to vote at your local precinct. For know that God is with you and that God will be with you long after this election is done. For we know that Christ is King and we know too that Jesus' love is steadfast and endures forever. So God be with you as you make this decision this week. May you have a sense of peace about it as you also wrestle with the, with the decisions that you're making. Know that God is with you as you worship, wherever you go. So today I'm gonna to take you to the Gospel of Luke, and I'd like you to hear these words of Jesus. And this is what he says. To some who were confident of their own righteousness and looked down on everyone else, Jesus told this parable. Two men went up to the temple to pray, one a Pharisee, the other a tax collector. The Pharisee stood by himself and prayed, God, I thank you that I am not like other people, robbers, evildoers, adulterers, or even like this tax collector here. I fast twice a week and I give a tenth of all I get. But the tax collector stood at a distance. He would not even look up to heaven but beat his breast and said, God, have mercy on me, a sinner. I tell you that this man, rather than the other, went home justified before God. For all those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and all those who humble themselves will be exalted. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So as I began praying and thinking and meditating on this message for today, kind of taking a look at the landscape that we find ourselves in right now with it being less than a week away from a very contentious election, I found my thoughts going all over the map and all over the place. And I was praying earnestly, God, show me what it is. What message would you have shared with your people only days away in this election, in these very turbulent times when America is just reeling from a pandemic, from racial injustice, from leaders that are just seeming to make our lives even more difficult. And as we all face the prospects of heading to the polls and making a very difficult decision, Lord, what would you have me say? So he leaned, he took me in all sorts of directions. My thoughts were all over the place. And I wanted to give a message of encouraging us all to figure out a way to have a conversation with one another, to figure out how to talk to others that think differently from us, 
to talk to others that feel differently from us. And unfortunately, when it comes to politics, that's an area in our lives that we have just been kind of trained like to keep, keep your opinion to yourself. Don't share that with others. And I have really been grappling with this idea and I've, I've come to, to figure out that it just, I think when we keep that to ourselves, when we don't allow ourselves to have conversation with other people about where we are, we're lesser for it. So that was the message that I wanted to give. And then God put it on my heart. He said, if you want to open up this conversation and have people have this conversation with others, you need to tell the truth of where you are. You need to be the one to share the message that you are feeling in your heart. So if I'm going to practice what I preach, that's what I'm going to do today. And I know that some things that I say uh, may not go over so well with some people and that's okay. So what I want to share today is the fact that I am a hundred percent stuck. I literally do not know what to do in voting for the president. Here is my ballot still hanging out with me. I pray over it daily. And where I am in my thoughts and my heart is I am desperately, desperately trying to vote for a platform. I am desperately trying to vote for ideals. But unfortunately, that has just become so difficult because we are living in a day and age of personality politics, where the personality of these two people have come into play. And we have to think about that as we are trying to make our decisions. All I know right now, when we take a look back at the scripture that I just read is that I myself am an unrighteous sinner and I am desperately trying to make a decision on which unrighteous sinner to vote for. And I am a moderate person. I am pretty much down the middle. I struggle. And, and the reason why I'm struggling is because there are platforms on both sides of the aisle that I agree with. And there's platforms on both sides of the aisle that I don't. But unfortunately, like I said, the politics of personality is so much into play and I am desperate to have conversations with other people. I am desperate to have conversations with other Christians to say, hey, this is where I'm at and I don't know what to do. Will you let me share with you my opinions and my struggles? And in turn, I wanna hear your opinions and struggles too so that I can be more informed when I make this very difficult choice. But I feel like I have so few people in my world that I can have that conversation with. And like I've already alluded to, I feel like that makes us lesser for it as a people and lesser for it as the body of Christ. You know, there are, there are people that will say, well, if you vote this way, you can't call yourself a Christian. If you vote this way, you can't call yourself a Christian. And I know that if I shared some of my opinions with some people, they would just look at me and say, well, how can you call yourself a Christian if that's the way you feel? And all I know is that there is only one thing that makes me a Christian, and that is belief in my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And that is where I, again, am desperately trying to go with this whole election. I am trying to keep focused on God. I am trying to keep focused on Jesus. I am trying to keep my hope in them. But again, I wanna have that conversation with other people. I see all the hurt that is out there. I'm not oblivious to it. And all I know is that at the end of the day, God is still God. And he is the one that we all need to keep 
our focus on. I recently came across a quote from, from John Wesley, and he said this in 1774. And John Wesley is one of the founders of the Methodist Church, and this is what he says. He says, I met those of our society who had votes in the ensuing election, and I advised them, one, to vote without fee or reward for the person they judged most worthy, two, to speak no evil of the person they voted against, and three, to take care their spirits were not sharpened against those that voted on the other side. I think we are in such desperate need for that. And again, we are in such desperate need of open and honest conversations with one another so we can learn from one another, so we can have a better understanding where our fellow human beings are falling in the midst of all of this. We need peace. And there is no side in this election that has it perfect. There is no candidate that is perfect. There is absolutely no platform that is perfect. And that makes it so much harder on all of us who are desperately trying to live up to God's kingdom and to bring peace into this world. So my friends, this animosity that we all have, that we have towards one another, that we have towards people that don't think like us, towards people that don't vote like us, it's got to stop because we know that next week there are going to be lots of unhappy people one way or, the, or another. There are going to be lots of hurt people one way or another. And our job as members of the body of Christ is to be those peacemakers in, those, in that moment. We need to start preparing ourselves for what tomorrow looks like and for what next week especially looks like. And it is our job to, to bring the peace of Christ and to bring his words to a hurting world. Our hope needs to be in him. It cannot be in elected officials. It cannot be in the results of an election. If that's where we place our hope, then we are certainly, certainly doomed to fail. So as we await next week, as we count down the days, as those of you who are still have your ballots or, or who are going to the polls next Tuesday, cover your days in prayer. Those of you who have already voted, cover the days in prayer and start praying for the ways in which you can be a part of being God's peacemaker in this kingdom. Because we know that it's going to be, it has already been contentious and it's going to continue to be contentious. We need to have open, honest, real conversation with one another and let Christ be at the focus of that conversation. Because I know for a fact, he does not lie on either side of the aisle. Christ is for all of humanity. And what a joy that is. So my friends, we can no longer just have words about not doing this, not doing that. We can no longer have words to say, let's stop the hatred. We need to actually live that out. Let's not just have words of hope, but let's, let's have lives lived in hope. And it's going to start with Jesus Christ. It's going to start at looking to one another and seeing the Christ in each other. 
and knowing that we are all in this together. We all want peace and we all are going to have to work together regardless of the results. And my friends, as you leave this worship time today, may you know that regardless of where things go, God is in charge. He has got this. This battle is ultimately his. And we just need to keep focused on him, love him, love one another. Amen. Fix
Let us pray. Loving God, we give you thanks for your great care of this world, for how you call us as your people to participate, to be active in community, to make sure that we are about a part of your kingdom coming on earth as it is in heaven. As we watch Kate with the Bible in one hand and a ballot in the other, speak words of vulnerability, of uncertainty, we know and are reminded by her words that you are Christ, our Lord and Savior, that you are the Messiah set to save us. We know that you are the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. So we know that we can go forward in courage, that we can pray earnestly and we can listen. We can discover your voice, perhaps through scripture, perhaps through the voice of another, having one of those conversations that we can actually speak to one another, agree even to disagree, to look at the platforms, the messages, the issues together. We thank you, Lord, that you have called us into, into community, that you have called us to be your voice. We ask, Lord, now that you would give us peace in this land, that whoever sits in their positions next week, that they lead this country and our cities with great courage, serving the people. We ask, Lord, that you would grant them wisdom. We ask, Lord, that you would grant this nation of ours a peaceful existence. For we know that you can do all things, so we will ask for all things. We pray this in your name. Amen. These are challenging times. The division and frustration are palpable. The balance is constantly shifting. The lines consistently blurred. Truths, half-truths, lies, mixed messages, confusing headlines, all in the middle of a nation whose back has been broken. Hope is drowned out by fear. Peace is muted by chaos. Dreams are crushed by reality. Finding God in the midst of this moment is difficult. As the election draws closer, countless voices will try to sway you one way or the other. Yet your responsibility is simple. Pray earnestly. Seek God passionately. Listen carefully and vote how he leads you. God is sovereign. He always has been. He is faithful. He always will be. And nothing, absolutely nothing happens outside of his providence. This is where we find peace in this moment.
So my friends, a charge and a blessing for you. And my charge is gonna partly come from the video that you just watched from the skit guys. And here are these words again. Your responsibility is simple. Seek God passionately, pray earnestly, listen carefully, and vote how God leads you. This is how you will find peace. So may that be your charge for this week. And my additional charge is also to ask each and every one of us to spend time in prayer as to how we will be peacemakers come next week, regardless of the results. How we will be those who will follow in the steps of Jesus Christ and bringing peace on earth and peace to his kingdom. So go in peace this day and may, may God bless you this day and all days. See you soon. I'm gonna see a victory. I'm gonna see a victory.